Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week on the Andy and Amanda Show. Live Hollywood, California, Andy Kimball. And from deep inside the United Kingdom, his co-host, none other than the amazingly talented Amanda Lowe. In this episode, join our show, where the discussion will be the NFL Draft, Winners, Losers, Your Predictions, Football in the UK, Major League Baseball, whatever you would like to talk about, here on the Andy and Amanda Show. Join the conversation, 515-605-605. 
Very true. Very the true. Ball, the ball's a different size. No, um, <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is um, much different, isn't it? You guys call it soccer there. Uh, our, yeah. our version of football is soccer, soccer? there, and well, soccer? so we call soccer. soccer? Yeah, soccer. 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 So- <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story about soccer. Can I Go tell ahead. you a funny story real quick about soccer? Uh, I coached. Um, I'm really into you know uh, kids and youth sports and, and 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 you know kind of paving the way for a competitive life ahead through sports and. And working together, each member of a team being an integral part to the whole picture, and that's how you kind of live your life is as as an integral part to the to the world. And and it starts, I think, is a, a good thing for kids and, and developing that is with sports, you know. And that's kind of where you, if you see bullying tendencies, that's where you stop it. That's where you, you know, you get people to work together, and even if you have disagreements, you get over disagreements and keep moving forward, you know, on, on the same page, yeah. you know, that kind of deal. So anyway, enough about that. But. The point being is that I coached youth sports and, and did so in Little League Baseball for a while and then somehow got drafted to do basketball, although I never really played basketball. I wasn't really into it. I got drafted by the township. And then after a successful, oh. successful basketball season, <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, they asked me to coach soccer. Now, I never played soccer, maybe back in elementary school and gym, I don't know, but I, you know, for the most part, I never played soccer in my life. Yeah. Just, okay. uh, forgetting, forgetting what you do in gym class in school. I don't know, whatever, whatever you mm-hmm. do. But, so they asked me to coach soccer, and I told the township uh, sports people, I said, I never played soccer. And they said, Andy, you know, we need coaches. You did a great job with these other things. You know, there'll be other dads that will help you. No worries. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'll never forget because uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, is an incredible athlete. And uh, when I told her, and she's a great basketball player and a great pitcher and a baseball player. I mean, she's a great athlete. Wow. So I came, yeah. I came home and I told her I was going to coach basketball. As a matter of fact, the first season I coached basketball, she was so disappointed. I went back to them and I said, can I coach under somebody? Can I be an assistant coach under this guy, Bill, she loved and she played for his team before. He's an amazing coach. Mm. And I asked yeah. him if I could please, at least for one year, be his assistant coach, and that worked out great. Okay, great. Okay, so, um, so I, you know, my daughter was very disappointed that I was going to coach basketball because she didn't want to play on my team. So, <laughs> so then she comes home from school one day, and this is after I had that you know phone call with the township regarding soccer, and uh, she walks in the door from school, and I said, um, "Guess who's going to be the soccer coach?" And her jaw dropped. Said, "Oh no. wow!" The first thing she said. First thing she said. Can I play on another team? <laughs> so, the te- it's all girls. I'm, I'm coaching girls soccer. You know, it's all girls sports, girls basketball, girls soccer. And um, so the team gets together, and I say, okay, here's because I don't know anything about soccer. I don't even know what the positions are called or where you put them on the field. I don't yeah. even know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'd line them up yeah. like the baseball team. I have you know home plate, first, second, third. I have no idea. I have no idea. So. I lined the team up like a football squad. Football was my sport. Mm-hmm. I love, I live and breathe football. And I want, you know, yeah. in football, I think, you know, baseball is supposedly a national pastime sport in the United States. Football is huge here. I, I, don't, I couldn't yeah. compare which is more popular, but football is a shorter season. You know, it's a short season. Therefore, I think it draws that. You've got a short window. You see everybody dives into football during the time of the year. I think that's what, what, what yeah. the impetus for that. Okay, anyway, I lined the team up like a football squad. 
I said, you're going to play quarterback, you're tight end, you're wide receiver, you're cornerback, you're, you're, you know, you're center, da, da, da. and the girls look at me like, what? So, uh, and, and, and here's my, here's my, I didn't know how to play soccer. So I said, girls, here's what we're going to do. This is really important. I want everybody to listen up. Listen up, all right? All right, no distractions. Listen to what I'm saying. When the ball comes down the field towards you, you kick it the other way. Okay? We good? Okay, okay. Good. <laughs> The more the more frequency you get at kicking the ball the other way and preventing it from coming our way, the more opportunity you have to kick the ball into the goal. Not that it's going to go into the goal every time, but you'll, you'll do your best. But the more times you kick it that way, the more chances you have of getting a touchdown. Right. So getting the touchdown? Whatever you call that, the basket, whatever it is there you do. <laughs> okay, coach. Okay, coach. So uh, I waited for the first, and we practiced little drills, and some other dads came and helped me because I didn't even know what drills were. You know, some other dads were, were, were quite helpful. So yeah. um, I, I didn't admit, I tried to look really professional, like I knew what I was doing. I didn't really admit to any of them. I, you know, I kind of, <laughs> you know, so so what, do you, what kind of drills do you like? And dad would say, well, you, have, you know, we put the cones, you had the girls dribble around the cones. You like that one? I said, oh, I love that one. Yeah, let's do that. That's a great one. Uh, what's, what's a cone? I said, what are we talking about here? Okay, you know, what yeah. cones? You know, I tried to, I didn't know what cone, what are you talking about? You would put the cones over there. I'm like, put the what? Over where? Anyway, so finally we get to our first game. And uh, the other team puts its players on the field. And the referees and the other team coaches are wondering how come my team is not on the field yet. Because I wanted to wait till that team was lined up till I knew how to line my team up in the same way. Because I had no idea where to put everybody. Because they yeah. were lining up like a football squad to practice. No. <laughs> oh. so, yeah, I can just so, see it in my head. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. So, um, so I put everybody down near the goal. Just line up and hold hands and line up and just create a fence so the ball can't come by you. <laughs> hold hands, hold hands, sing kumbaya together. Let them think we're a little crazy. It's okay. Sing kumbaya, hold hands, and like do a little dance. Like when you're kicking the ball, like, you know, just don't let it come by you. Can, can. (laughs) You're like the Rockettes, the Radio City Music Hall. You know what I'm saying? All right? So, so, and and also in in soccer, you know, for youth leagues anyway, they... uh, um, they call, you know, they, they call timeout and they put the, the girls or guys who aren't playing, they, they change, you know, they, they call timeout and they put all the subs in, you know, so everybody gets a chance to play. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't do that because I didn't know anything about that. Here's what I did. I did it like football. So when you send a new player in, you give the player the – now, we lined up like football. We lined up all sorts of plays, uh, defensive plays, offensive plays, different, different types of positions that they all play – and moves yeah. that they make, depending on where the ball is and how the other team's performing, will we'll counteract that with the play that we designed, with positions where everybody knows where to go, how to move the ball, what to do, where to put the ball, all that kind of crap. So we designed all this stuff, you know. And, okay. um, you know, like, like they would in football. You know, I had the whiteboard and the whole thing. I'm drawing out. You go here, you go for the pass. You know, you throw the ball down there or whatever you do, kick it, throw it. What are you supposed to do? And uh, so we had all these things lined up. And um, so I would send my subs in. I'd whisper them. I'd give them a name, code name Andrea or something like that. I'd say, go tell them. Yeah. And you'd see, and everybody would get, the word would get around to the, all my players. And you'd see our team shift because the word got around. Everybody would shift what they're doing. They go from zone to, to, to first man on man. They go from this to that, you know. You ready for yeah. this? We were undefeated. I'm ready. We never wow, lost a game. Wow, really? We never lost wow. a game. 
Undefeated. Undefeated champions. I'd never played soccer in my life. Coach Andy here. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah. 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 That's you know amazing. what I'm saying? Good for uh-huh. you, darling. Good for you. Yeah. So if you know any <laughs> players, uh, football over there, whatever you, whatever you call it, um, who are into, um, who need a coach, I'm, I'm available. You know what I'm saying? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll spread the word, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated. Never Undefeated. lost again. And, in, and in, oh, oh, I got to tell you one more story. I got to tell you one more story. Yes, go for it. Basketball. This is before soccer. Basketball, right? Mm. So yes. the first season, I, re- I learned when Coach Bill, was his name, uh, was uh, you know, talking to the girls, talking about rebounds and playing basketball and passing the ball. I'm learning as much as they are because I never played basketball, right? So when he's talking, right. I'm really he, – he was really, really good. And, and we worked a lot together. You know, he gave me things to do. You know, he knew my experience, and he, you know, he was really good with me as his assistant, and he was really good with the girls, and he was an excellent coach. I could see why my daughter liked him so much. So we got along so well, and our team won the championship. We won all the way. We, we won the whole thing. And um, so we decided at the last game that we would do it again the next year. You know, we worked together great, you know, and, and I learned a lot, you know, from him and, and also started coaching the girls, and, and you know, was really doing okay. So the next season... Uh, we go to township and I tell them to we'll sign up. You know, I'm signing up for, for again, like we did last year, Bill and, and you know, Bill, I think his last name, and Andy Kimbo, but uh, we want a team. They said, okay, no problem. Yeah. We wrote it down right away. You got it. Got it. So I went to, yeah. uh, you know, Bill texted me or something, said, Andy, the, the team uh, envelopes are at the township building. Why don't you go pick up our team? So I go up there and I see a separate envelope for Andy Kimball and a separate envelope for Bill, meaning they gave us each a separate team. Right. So I went to the guys at the table and I said, wait a minute, Bill and I are supposed to coach together on the same team. Oh, he said, oh, I'm sorry about that. No, we needed coaches. We were short. You guys did a great job last year. I'm sorry we had to separate you. You got your own team this year. I'm oh, like, well. I-, I can't coach. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. <laughs> so, so sure enough, we start basketball. And this is really funny. We had, uh, remember we had Joe Richmond on from the Harlem Globetrotters, the Washington Generals, yeah. talking basketball that day. This is funny. Cool. So I remember telling him the story. And um, so... We start, you know, I just told the, the girls, you know, we're just the same thing as, as we did soccer. Just, just keep the ball, you know, long, keep the ball going the other way and do dances and pirouettes all over the court. Make them, drive them crazy, pass the ball here. Just drive them nuts. Don't let them know where the ball's going to go. And we, we did really well. The, we, lost the, the, we lost the preseason games. We lost every preseason game. And then when the season started, we began to win, win, win. We didn't win every game, but we won a whole lot of them, enough to get us into the championship in the final rounds, right? So yeah. who do we play in the final round, the final? And, and during the season, we got beat by Bill. The, you know, the guy used to assist his team beat us big time. They beat us, right? Um, yeah. So, okay, we, uh, you know, he was really good, and his team was always good. And if, you know, we did the best we could, but we lost. So guess who we play in the final championship game? We're back to play mm-hmm. them again. Mm-hmm. And the whole first half, they couldn't get the ball in the basket. We were like, bam, bam, bam. We're making every shot. We were up like 16 to 2, you know, 18 to 2, 19, 20 to 2, you know, free throws, getting all this. Well, not making all the shots, but we were just slaughtering them. Finally, they get four, they get six, you know, but we we're, you know, halftime, bam. Oh, man, you girls, great. You know, and we were beating this guy. I'm like, whoa, well, my girls are like, you know, this is a championship game. So second half begins. They are, slow, they are getting every shot. We're not doing anything. We, we didn't get one. We're, we stopped. There's no more offense. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? There's no more offense. I'm starting to pace back and forth. I tried to play the coach, you know, with clipboard, you know, pacing back and forth behind the lines there, you know, like trying to look like a real professional, you know, pacing, yeah. you know, 
pacing with my pencil behind my ear, you know, slamming my clipboard down, you know, trying to play the part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking. I was thinking for a while. Would you rather you know, have a man? You know, maybe. You know, maybe I should be. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Girl. So, so, um, so, so here's what happens. I call. I think I've got to stop that momentum. I mean, they're just. Yeah. They're just. They're, we're still ahead, but they're catching up to us quickly. They, they were. They were. You know, they were, We were still ahead. So I called a timeout. I think I got to stop the momentum. Just Andy. Call a time. I don't know what to do. You know, I, I know what to do. So I call the timeout. Woo. Take a breath. Okay, girls. Huddle up. Huddle up. Okay, come on. Okay, relax. Everybody take a breath. All right? Go back. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Everybody deep breath. Go win this thing. Let's put this game to bed. We got it. You got it. You guys are the best there is. Let's go back and do this. Just finish it. Go out and do your job. Finish this thing. Let's get out of here. So you ready for this? We went back to it, and we won the game. Right? And after wow. we won the championship, we won. I beat my former, the guy who trained me, I beat him. You know, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. and he was pissed. And, and there's a little thing, even though it's all, it's all about the kids. We, we know that. It's all about the girls. It's all about youth sports and, and, you know, working together, like I said earlier. But that's what it's about. But there's this, I guess, a male ego thing or something. There's also something about you know, one coach playing the other coach. And the same thing is, in all, you know, it's also in, in professional sports. You know, it's, it's the yeah. coach against this coach. You know, it's, oh, this coach, how's he, what's he going to, you know. And, and even in youth sports, there's a little thing between, and we all do this together and we talk and, you know, make sure everything's going well and the kids are doing, are having fun. Most importantly, they're having fun doing what they're doing. That's the most yeah. important thing. And, uh, yeah. but even with all that being said, and that's, you know, top of the priority, all that being said, there's still a little ego between the coaches. Right. And so he was so pissed when they called the final, when the final clock went down, bam, zero, we won. Everybody's yelling and screaming, da, da, da. He was like, he called a timeout. That's no, no. I'm challenging. I'm challenging. He called the timeout. The referee says, "He calls. Why can't he call a timeout?" <laughs> he called a timeout. He 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 called a timeout. I'm protesting. Hey, why can't he call a timeout? Yeah, he did. He was, you know, he he did what he did as a coach, man, and we won. So that was kind of cool, you know. Wow, that is cool. I love the stories. Who would have thought you you were doing coaching, eh? Yeah. But, wow. You know, you know. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I've never done anything like that. I mean, I don't really see women coaches, I guess. But no, I've I, you know, um, sport is has always been um, some sort of interest to me because I as I've talked to you about it on previous shows, uh, my mm-hmm. father was very big on uh, football soccer, mm-hmm. so I was I was raised around that, always watching games with him and um you know you get to take on your parents team and mm-hmm. uh which for me was uh Tottenham Hotspur which is based in London and mm-hmm. um so you know I grew up with that and uh, the the kit and everything you know I had the t-shirt I would be out there playing with the boys playing football I would even join in at school and be part of the football club which was a mixture of, of boys and girls which was beautiful and um that was a lot of fun to, to play but um yeah, actually, my um, parents, well, before my father died last year, two years ago, he got to go to see Tottenham Hotspur um, play in mm. their new stadium. They just, you know, renovated their stadium. It's incredible. Apparently, it's one of the best stadiums in Europe. Um, mm. And uh, a lot of uh, American football is played there as well. We, obviously, we call it American football. You guys just call it football. But um, so a lot of that gets played there. They've got a special pitch that they um, bring out, especially for mm-hmm. the American football to be played on, which is incredible how the, the pitch transforms. And I got to witness that, how they do it. 
very, very cool. So, yeah, so my parents went two years ago, and um, they had the IP box. We sure raised it for my father. It was kind of a last bit for him, special thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach Efron, the actor, um, he made the yeah, appearance yeah, sure. up as much. And he was really? only a few, yeah, he was only a few VIP boxes away from my parents. And um, the waitress really? who was in the VIP box, she came High and told my mum. School she said, musical, da da I know, da, right? da da. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, da, yeah. <laughs> I love those movies. Yeah. The yeah. the waitress, um, she came over to my mother and she's like, "You've just missed Zac Efron. He's just walked past." I was like, "She's like, no way." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." So um, she just kept a, an eye out for him, but they didn't get to see him. But, um, yeah, he was only a few boxes away. And uh, I uh, checked out his Facebook, I think it was the next night, because at that point I was babysitting um, my parents' dogs because one was very poorly at the time and the other one was fairly new to the family, so they wanted to make sure that the dogs were settled and okay. So I kind of hung out here um, mm-hmm. with them. And uh, so, um, yeah, I was checking out his Facebook and... Uh, he had a wow. picture of him at the at the football match. I was like, oh, my goodness, oh. my parents were just oh. a few boxes away from you. <laughs> oh. that, that was pretty cool, pretty cool. But, um, yeah, so I wanted uh, to share something a little interesting, actually, about uh, football soccer. You know, it's probably yes. just being a bit boring. But, yeah. um, no, I just came Not boring, it not boring at all. And anything you oh, say okay. is always exciting. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're flapping me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... You know, I've always had this interest as to where sports came from and all that kind of stuff. It's fascinating to me where things started. Mm-hmm. So for in the UK, okay, we have uh, 40,000 football clubs. And mm-hmm. the foot, obviously it's the biggest sport here in the UK, the biggest and most popular. Um, so the Football League itself consists of 69 professional football clubs in England and three in Wales. And uh, football's first set of modern rules was set in 1863. And I believe you guys were playing it in the 1850s, but you took on the the new modern I w- rules. I, I, I wasn't here in the 1850s. Oh, no, you. You weren't no person. Mm. Hey, well, no. You know. So, yeah, you guys in the U.S. Um, took on mm. the, the modern set of rules that were created um, in 1863 alongside us. And um, so Sheffield Football Club was the world's first official club. And the oldest association football club is Notts County. And England's top domestic league, known as Premier League, is one of the most popular and richest sports leagues in the world. That blew me away when I read that. Uh, With six of the ten richest football clubs in the world. Um, England football team is one in only eight teams to ever win the World Cup and a total of five English teams have won the UEFA Champions League, which is also known as the European Cup. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started looking further into this, and it said that the first written evidence of football, soccer, uh, came about in 1170, when William Fitzstephen wrote of his visit to London after dinner. All the youths of the city goes out into the field for a very popular game of ball. He also went on to mention that each trade had their own team, the elders, the fathers, and the men of wealth came on horseback to view the contests of their juniors and in their fashion sport with young men, and there seems to be aroused in these elders a stirring of natural heat by viewing so much activity and by participation in the joys of understrained youth. Kicking mm. ball games as described in England from 1280. Um, and it was the thing for King, King Edward II as well. Um mm. He was into it, and uh, yeah, 
so I, I find that really fascinating. I was like, oh, I'm going to find out where this came from. Yeah, yeah. So that's, mm. that's pretty incredible, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a question. So, um, yeah. The, the town, the town, you know, so- soccer is a huge sport in the UK and Europe, throughout the European Union. It's so- oh, football, yeah. as you call it, Foot- football. So. Yeah. But here's the question I have, and I forget who I was talking with yesterday, but even Cornell, I don't remember. Um, and Cornell, by the way, folks, um, is the coordinator of the show back on the East Coast, and uh, he joins us every once in a while. But anyway, that's, that's who Cornell is. If you hear us mention his name, that's that's the guy he, he introduced Amanda and I. Anyway, uh, we've never met, but uh, he put us hmm. all together. Um, yeah. The the um, yeah, he's a great great guy, and he's a terrific coordinator for the show. Anyway, um, so I think I was talking to him. I think it was him yesterday, and we were talking about. Um, Yes, it was Cornell. We were talking about the NFL games that occur yeah. in London. I think there's two now per year or maybe more. And they're preseason two, I think, when they had preseason yeah. before COVID, obviously. So here's the question I have. Because mm-hmm. it's, it, it's football. That's what it is. NFL is football. So yeah. when we bring our teams, you know, the Cowboys and the Vikings, the Redskins and the whoever it might be, you know, they bring two NFL teams, both have to travel to the UK and play on UK time and throws off the time zones here as to when you watch the games and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, mm. they're, and I think, are they at Wembley Stadium? I don't remember, but they're, they're somewhere, they're somewhere in London. But anyway, um, is they play at the, the, um, the, the Tottenham Hotspur football stadium. Uh, is, it's specifically set there now, yeah, um, because they've that, got the like, like I said, it's just the, supposedly one of the best uh, yeah. stadiums ever constructed. So that they decided to uh, negotiate um, a deal to have that played there, and right. therefore built the special pitch for them whenever they came to play. Okay, so yeah. is it? It's very well attended. Very well attended. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they do well, yeah. but it, it's called football. So yes. when we bring football teams to play football, and they announce football in the UK, but football isn't football in the UK, it's soccer. Yeah, so over here, if we wanted to watch one of your football games here, it would be, I think, announced as American football, because obviously we have to make that distinction because of, you know, yeah. you calling football football. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, there, there's all sorts of rumors here uh, for several years now. That the NFL, you know, in trying to, you know, why, why, why do that? Why, why would why would bring teams to the UK to play? We we don't, you know, they don't need us. We don't need to go there. That throws off the time zones when the home team audiences can watch the game. They might have to do it at one o'clock in the morning or three, whatever it is. Um, so why do we need to do that? And of course, the NFL is a is a multi billion dollar business, so you know, it's a huge business, and it's all about money. It's yeah. all about business. And yeah. and and rumor has it for years, speculative rumor that. The NFL is making a move to launch a franchise, an NFL team in the UK. Oh, really? And I have um, not heard of that. And that now again, it's rumor, and I don't want to kick up any, you know, might not be based on anything real, solid. You know, it's, yeah. it's uh, it, it could be what they call our uh, 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 fake news, fake fake news. Yeah. <laughs> possibly. Um, possibly, but I, I've heard that several times from several sources throughout the last couple of years that, yeah. you, you know, why would they be doing it? You know, conjure up interest, yeah. get things going, get it on TV, get it on radio, get fans coming out, get them to love the game. Hey, let's get a team over here. Yeah, we love this. We love this. And that, yeah. that would mean bringing, a, you know, them coming here once a week or a team from U.S. going there once a week for a game. I don't know. I don't know. And, and we'll have, you know, in baseball, we have the National League uh, uh, baseball. We have the, uh, we had the, 
the uh, Montreal Expos, and they moved to Washington, D.C., and we still have the Toronto Blue Jays uh, in Canada. Um, and Canada has the Canadian Football League. They have football there. They have their own league, and there's talk about, there was talk about, you know, why, why can we have an NFL team in Canada? Why can't the Canadian Football League play a, a, a U.S. football team? Uh, when the Super Bowl happens, we all know the Super Bowl is it truly the mm. world championship? The world? Well, we yeah. have the Canadian Football League, too. So is it really in that sport, although the rules might be slightly different, it's still football, um, is, it, is the Super Bowl really dictate the world championship? And if we put a team over in the U.K., we had a team in Canada, could we really start, you know, in the NFL, NFL rules, you know, an NFL team, uh, yeah. could we really start expanding um, the reach? Because it is a great game. I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it's, I guess, again, the short season, it's, it's high energy, it's that contact, it's rah, 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 go get him, you know, go, yeah, 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 man, tackle that guy, bam, oh, man, you know. <laughs> um, a, a lot of very serious injuries and death has occurred to, to football players uh, from playing yeah. the sport yeah. with subsequent brain damage, you know, down the road, you know, decades later, they, they, they die and do autopsies and, um, and realize that their brains are, are uh, affected by, by all the contact uh, in their earlier careers in football. It's, you know, and they've, they've, yeah. they've put safeguards up. They've increased the, the structure and uh, stability of the helmets and so forth to try to, you know, and they've also really, I mean, they've really come strict, tightened up the regs as to when you can tackle somebody, how you can tackle somebody, how you can hold them, can you pull a shirt, yeah. you know, uh, you know, grab him yeah. around the neck, you know, twist his face, all this kind of things that it was just, yeah. you know, a lot of people used to come out and say, let them play ball, just let them play. God, you're taking, you know, you're, you're, you know, it's a tiptoe from, you know, why don't you just make flag football? Why you, so they can't touch anybody. I mean, this is getting ridiculous, you know, but mm. again, when you start seeing people dying and being severely injured from playing the yeah. sport, then they've got to, they've got to, you know, step in and, and do some things. Hey, well, I hear talk that. About the, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I hear that the helmets, you know, it's like any helmet, whether it's a motorcycle helmet or whatever, can only ever offer a minimum amount of protection anyway, because as soon as your head is hitting anything, you still get that vibration with your brain hitting, you know, the the skull, the, the, the um, the, <laughs> the liquid, the, the water, whatever it is, the fluid, that's the one. <laughs> Around the blade, the brain, oh my goodness. <laughs> you can only um, offer so much protection. And unfortunately, no kind of helmet can ever offer 100% protection from receiving any kind of brain damage or, you know, tumors or blood clots or whatever injury you end up having. And um, I think people tend to forget that and they think, oh, they've got a helmet on, I'm going to be completely safe. But the truth is, no, you know, banging your head in any kind of way isn't, isn't good. And um, mm. so, yeah, I can understand the amount of players that have ended up seriously um, injured or dying from it. It's quite scary. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is. It's very, very scary. It, it, yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's, and they think we're I even mean, crazier with, with rugby because we don't have any oh, um, yeah. the same protection that oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. the NFA, NFL has. So it's, you know, talking they think we're violence. savages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. T- talking about violent games, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boys just go uh, out there with their... Uh, their knee pads, no, they don't even have knee pads. Sometimes they tape up their knee and that's about it, or their oh, elbow. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, 
Man. But, hey, uh, yes, uh, what were you going to say, Stacey? The NFL draft uh, happened. You know, we picked the, the, the National Football League teams uh, drafted from universities for colleges uh, this past week mm-hmm. over a three-day event, 159, no, two, 200, 259 players, 259 picks. Um, there, there weren't, this is kind of interesting, because even though those 259 picks, there weren't 259 names drafted because two players, ready for this? Two players mm-hmm. with the same name were drafted by the same team. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, okay. we'll get into that. Well, it's, you know, it's just a little, you know, fun little thing. But anyway, um, Alabama, Alabama, Bama. Alabama. Team began to, I mean, <laughs> they're, you know, they've been a class act in college football for years and continue to be. Yeah. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, of course, but Alabama and Ohio State continue to earn the label of football factories. These guys have been putting out the top NFL players for years, and this year was no different in the draft because they produced 10 draft picks each, Alabama and Ohio State. Yeah, I, wow. Ohio State's out of Columbus. I used to live in Columbus when I was a pilot. I was based there and knew about Ohio State. I never really was into college football that much. You know what's interesting? Oh, what's that? here's a, what's interesting. I, I never okay. followed college football, ever. I was a okay. huge, I'm from Philadelphia. And I'm yeah, big time, big, big time Eagles fan. To the point okay. we used to go, I couldn't get, they used to play in a stadium called Veterans Stadium. It was rough. You know, they, I, I don't know if you're, you probably didn't hear about this over there, but, you know, they, they used to, you know, the snow, you know, the fans from the 700 level up top would throw snowballs at the opposing team from the top. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. You know what I'm saying? It was rough. Wasn't easy. You know what I mean? No respect at all, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, where do you think Philly got its reputation from? Rocky! You know. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, it was tough, man. And, and uh, Buddy Ryan, uh, uh, God, he, he died. God, he was, a, he was a, a, a very well-liked coach because he's a tough guy. You know, he used to you know, call these uh, games, supposedly, which was never really confirmed, but rumor has it, you know, we're going to carry the other team out in body bags and, and fancy mm. body bags. <laughs> you know, oh my God! You know, I was yeah. never, I was never like that. I was like, I'm warning you, Harold. You cross this line, you die. Okay, never mind. you cross this line, you die, Harold. I'm warning you. Don't come, don't come close. I'm warning you. That's all. I'm warning you, Harold. Don't, don't, don't come close. Don't touch. Don't touch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I played football. I played a tight end, um, uh, and in, in football. <laughs> and, and, um, okay, yeah, I was afraid of you from commenting on that. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're thinking. I, I know what you're thinking. You're yeah, but anyway, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I played uh, uh, tight end in junior high school, not really much into high school. I forget, eighth grade or whatever it was. And, um, and I was fa- very light and very fast, but because I was light and fast, you'd just like flick me with your thumb and I would go down. You know, I was, you know, bam, I could be thrown off balance pretty quick, you know? Yeah. So, and I got hurt, you know, these, these heavy, even back in high school, junior high school, these defensive players were big guys compared to me, you know, I was like, you know, skinny kind of guy and, and, um, you're still five, nine or so. And I think what, 129 or 130 pounds, it's that, whatever, you know? So, um, <laughs> and, uh, so, so, um, I, you know, I go down the ground and they, you know, these 200 pound guys, or 180 pound guys would land on top of me and pile and I'd be, Oh my God, you know, I got, you know, it's like wow. not very comfortable. Yeah. It was not very comfortable. I, I was much more, I, I was much more comfortable being home drinking a glass of milk and watching TV. Anyway, <laughs> so um, 
so what would happen is, you know, I'd break free. I'd run a pattern and break free. I'm wide open. And I'd have quarterback. I'll never forget. I can still see it in my head. Uh, I still have eye contact with the quarterback. And I'd be giving him hand signals. And he thought I'm hand signaling to throw the ball to me. I'm open. You'll get, get me the ball. Get me the ball. Get me the ball. But they weren't my hand signals. My hand signals was pointing him in the direction of the next receiver. Don't throw it to me. Throw it to the next guy. I don't want anything to do with the damn thing, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and people think, and I'd be getting cheers because I'm running, running, running. People say, go, Andy, go. I'm running for my life. I ain't running for a touchdown. <laughs> you guys are chasing me. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, Andy, go. I, I, I was just running all over the field. I started run, running around in circles, going the wrong way. Andy, no, the goal is that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking running for my life. You know, holy crap. You know, I, I'll play, I want to play, uh, what do you call it, sweep a hot potato? We, you, you, you throw yeah. the hot potato the next guy? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take it. 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 Like <laughs> that I've been <laughs> I'm running around in circles. Teams, you know, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters there on the football field. You know, I'm running all around in circles, going here, going there, <laughs> putting the ball underneath my shirt. I don't have it. I don't have it. Yeah. Who's got it? Ball's underneath my shirt. I'm walking around like I'm pregnant. You know, I don't have the ball. Somebody else must have it, not me. Oh, God. I know last year I'd probably be the same way because, um, yeah, the idea of being in that situation is not very appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was a, a painful game. Pain, painful game. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, yeah. you know, but. Here it um, is. Well, my my sport when I was younger was tennis, very much so. Oh, uh, I was huge fan of tennis, and when I wasn't playing soccer with um, the boys or at school, I was playing tennis, um, and I was pretty I good at it. it. I used to, yeah, oh, wow. yeah, it was wow. so good. And um, wow. one of my teachers, this was in like last year of school, um, she said to me, Amanda, you've got real skills. Like, thank you so much. She said, seriously, you could go out with it. You could be professional. I was, wow, that's a huge, huge uh, compliment. As I was never, I never saw myself good at any kind of sport. You know, physical education wasn't exactly my favorite subject or class to be in. It was like, oh, we got to do something physical. Yawn, you know. Um, I just want to get out of school already, get home and live my life. Um, but, you know, so when we did tennis at school, that's it. I came to life. It was like, yeah, yeah, this is my, this is my, my jam. Let's do this. And uh, so I used to really enjoy it. And um, so, yeah, when I was told that, I was like, wow. And that played on my mind for a while. I was like, do I really want to do something with this? Because I enjoy playing it so much. And, um, mm. you know, I just thought, no, 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 no. I just carry on and uh, live my life playing with music and, and design. So, yeah, I took that path instead. But, yeah, I mean, tennis, I, I love watching tennis. Um, I love playing it. Um, so much fun. Um, but I often wonder what would my life been like if I had played tennis professionally or tried to play tennis professionally. I'm not saying I would have succeeded because it's a very tough sport um, to be really, really were, good at. Do you still play it? I mean, could you play now if you wanted to? Could you go out and grab a racket and play? You know, it's been a long time since I picked up a tennis racket and just gone to play tennis. I was walking recently, going on my daily walk, and, um, you know, COVID has is, is been uh, stepping back a bit. And so, so it's lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I saw these people in a tennis court. So I was like, my God, I miss 
playing tennis and I was, mm. I was looking at the court thinking, you know, I would love to get back in there and just have a good old play and just whack 10 pounds of crap out the ball again, <laughs> you know? Wouldn't that be, <laughs> it would be so much fun. I would, I, I never really, I mean, I fooled around. I never, I never played a whole game of tennis, I don't think. I played racquetball or something. I never played tennis and, and, uh, yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. But even when I played tennis, I don't know how to. So I'd hold the uh, the tennis racket like a baseball bat and swing it like a baseball with okay. two hands. You know, yeah, I hit the home run. I hit it Some over the fence, did. the big fence. I hit it. <laughs> you know, I figured I was good. I hit it over the fence. Yeah. I got a home run. No, Andy. Uh, no. no, 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 no. Wow. One hand, Andy. One hand. One hand. You don't. You don't yeah. try a baseball bat. And I'm like, okay. You know. Yeah. I even I even tried golf. And I even held the golf. You know, it's funny. I played. Uh, I never played golf. I never played golf either. So, but I went to the driving range a couple of times and went with this guy and a friend of my mom's got me a uh, yeah. set of golf, titanium golf clubs, right? Oh, very nice. okay. I went to my front door one day and they said, there's a delivery for you. I'm like, delivery? You know, it was in a high mm-hmm. rise and they called from downstairs. They said, we got a big delivery for you, a package here. And I'm like, what package? And I went downstairs and there's a whole set of golf clubs. And this is when Tiger Woods first came out, won the Masters. That wow. was, I mean, the whole world, the whole country, at least here, and I think the whole world in the sports world was focused on this guy, you know, Tiger Woods, you know, an African American yeah. athlete who just rose to the top out of nowhere, number one golf mm-hmm. player. And the whole, everybody's glued, suddenly everybody's, you know, glued to golf, and including me. <laughs> I, nothing, I never played in my life. So, yeah. um, so Coop, um, a friend of my mom's. Um, uh, you know, bought me and, and had delivered a, a set of golf clubs. I'm like, whoa, right? So we went to the drive, driving range, and I'd been a couple of times, you know, just been, and so he went with Andy Lemmy, because he's a golfer. And so uh, when we first got up there, I'm, I'm, I'm golfing, I'm hitting that ball, man, it's flying. I mean, no, I mean, I'm a, I'm not a, you know, not, you know, I know what I'm doing. So there's certainly a lot yeah. of people that are hitting the ball much further than me. But considering where I was, I was, that ball was flying, man. That ball was going out all over the place. <laughs> And then so the guy, he says, hey, let me give you some tips. Stand like this, hold it like this, you know, shoulders like this, twist your body like this, boom, boom, leg like this, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I yeah. couldn't hit the damn ball. He's giving me all these tips. I'm not even hitting the thing. Going, things going four inches, you know, right off the platform <laughs> when you drive, you know. I'm, if yeah. I, strike, I feel like I'm striking out. You get three swings and you're out. Is there something yeah. as a ball in golf? I don't know. You know, he strikes or ball. Anyway, so he's watching me miss the ball. I'm swinging, I'm swinging. It's like I'm chopping grass. You know, nothing's happening. Ball ain't moving. I'm taking this incredible swing. Ball still sitting there. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Here we go, Andy. Ready? Here we go, Andy. You got this, babe. You got this. Come on, Andy. Come on. Ready? Here we go. I'll swing the golf club back. It's coming back. Here we go. Ball still sitting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So he says, uh, you know what? Ah, do it the way you're doing it. Fine. Just do it. And I was, I was, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Holding the thing like a baseball bat. You know, I'm just, you know, swinging like a baseball bat. Boom! Home run! Woo! Yeah. yeah. Let that thing go. You know? Yeah. Anyway, um, so tennis, tennis to me um, is just such a, it's a, first of all, it's a very healthy sport. I mean, you're moving and dancing and playing and doing oh, some yeah. results. You know, you're yeah. doing jumps and cartwheels all over the place there. What do you do? Uh, jump up in the air, going down, you know, on your knees, yeah. t- turn around, you know. Um, you do the sweet potato and you turn it all about. That's what it's all about. Bam. And you have that tennis racket there. It's moving right, left, left, right, up, down, back, forth. Yeah, yeah that's my kind of sport. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I sound like some other kind of sport I'm into, too. No, listen, uh, I'll tell you. Gymnastics by any chance? But really, it's a, it's a healthy sport, isn't it? It's, it's a healthy sport. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I love the way it keeps you moving, but I mean, you do have to be 
quite fit to to stay for a whole game and, and even try and win a, a match, the length of the match. Um, so I, you know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of tennis players, you know, for their persistence and dedication to the sport because it's just incredible how fit you got to mm. be. But then watching anybody run around on a, a soccer pitch, football pitch, you know, and mm. they they they're running around like crazy trying to get the ball into the goal. That's just like that's. You see them stood there sweating, panting, it's just, wow. Okay, so you got to be extremely fit for a lot of sport. I understand that. But, yeah, tennis is just a whole other level for me. Hmm. I, I have a question for you because, you know, oh, okay. I hate to be ignorant of this, but I am ignorant of this, so I admit I'm ignorant of this. When okay. they say your, your name is synonymous with tennis, I mean, when, when they play, when you play tennis, they talk about yeah. you all the time. You know that. I mean, you, you are very well known within the world of tennis. Yeah. Because literally every single game, they talk about you. And I would too. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? see? So, our, uh, yeah, and, you know, really, I mean, because you, you are famous yeah. in, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, so the question becomes, why do they, what's, two love, mm -hmm. three love, one love, 27 to love, what the hell is this about Amanda Love that gets involved in every single game? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I showed them nothing but love, you know, for the game, so... They're like, well, we'll just, you know, we'll repay the kindness that she's shown to us, and we'll just show so much respect to her. And I'm, you know, forever grateful. <laughs> yeah, are you like, you know, they have to show the score to you every game. Seven, oh, I know, love. right? Uh, Here you yeah. go, Amanda. Yeah. So, what? How do you keep scoring tennis? Like, okay, let's see how I get a goal or a touchdown. What do you, what do you call it there? Uh, what do you um, call it? Score? A basket? I don't know. What is it? Home run? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's. I think it's just a point system, you know, like okay, anything. Um, um, so yeah, you got like the match points and all that kind of thing. And yeah, it what's that mean? With, it, are, it might be some people, as much as myself, that that you know, tennis. Wow, I wish I would play it when I was younger. It looks great. I know nothing about it. So how how would how do you keep score in tennis? So I I hit the ball and you miss it. So what do I get? One point. Um, no, it goes up in um, fifteen uh, points. Um, that's a huge at, thing. So funny, it's 15, it's 15 nothing already. All I did was I hit the damn thing. You swung and missed, and I get 15 <laughs> points. Holy crap, that's my kind of game. <laughs> Woo, dog it. Good luck catching the man. Yeah, you got yeah. 15 points. Um, what? So obviously, the aim of the game is to, to get enough points, right? But um, Well, 15 is pretty good. All you do is miss yeah. the ball once. You got 15 right, at, right away. So zero points is classed as love, okay? Zero and points one is who? Point Zero points is classed as love. Moi, Amanda Love. <laughs> yes, zero, zero, zero points. Point, zero, so zero points is good. So if you have nothing, so yeah. the lower this, lower your points, the better you do. Yeah. Well, no, not really. So, <laughs> so if I've got zero, that's love. A lot so of love. You, I, you, you hit the ball within the uh, the box on the opposite side of the um, right. The, uh, yeah. what do you yeah. call it? The net. Thank net. you. Thank you. Net. The basket. So you, net. it's classed as one point, which is equal to 15. Okay. They do it like that. One, wait, what? Now and, you lost me. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, if I hit, I, I hit the ball. Now, yeah. I, the ball goes over the net. Yeah. You missed the ball. Yeah. I get 15 points 
but then I get 1.2. It's actually, you know, it's, it's seen as one point, but they call it 15. Why? I have no clue. Um, maybe so that it just doesn't get so confusing. Okay. I don't right. know. But uh, to me, that is confusing, right? As one point equals 15. So, so, um, I, 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 so I'm, in the, I'm in the stand. I'm in the stand. Right? Yeah. I'm watching two people yeah. play. All right, here, well, yeah. I'm watching my head going right to left. Yeah. To right. So ding, 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 ding. Whoop! They missed. I look up at the scoreboard. What's it say? <laughs> it, it will say either 15, 30, or 40, and then you've got the... It'll, um, it'll say 40? Four, I saw them get one from 15 to 40. I haven't even begun the game yet. I got 40. <laughs> four, four, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so for... For every time the ball um, lands in the box and the, the other player opposite you has missed the ball, and mm-hmm. um, then you've got that one point that what is class is 15, okay? And, uh, so how's and it, it up, 40? It goes up to all in, all in total to win um, a, not the whole match, but a set, or one of the games within that set, um, you have to score four points or more. Okay. But you only um, got 15. So, well, yeah. Well, they so call you it won. 15, so you missed the ball once. You won already. You, yeah. That's a wipeout. 15 and nothing. All I did was hit the ball once. Done. <laughs> oh, we're done. Well, obviously, four points adds up to, um, let's see. You've oh, got oh, one point equals 15, 15 two points equals 15. 30, three gotcha. points equals 40, and gotcha. then you've got a tied score, and then you've got 40-40, which is called uh, juice. They call well, it juice. So if you... If you're both so I got some with, love, I got some juice. I got yeah, some love, I got both, some juice, I'm doing good. You, a little vodka, you're both, all set. <laughs> if you both score three points, for example, okay, which mm-hmm. is equals 40, mm-hmm. uh, and you're both at that 40-40 level, they call it juice. So what happens then, the person who gets the next point wins that game. And you have mm. so many games in a set. And then once mm. you've done so many sets, you've won the match. So it's How many quite sets? a lengthy, go on forever. lengthy process. Uh, but well, exactly. Enduro, they have like marathons. You just play all day, all night. How many sets do you get to play? What if, what if I'm not done? Um, you see, we're done. I, I want another set. Who dictates how many well, sets yeah. you get to play? So I think in I think there's five sets in a match. So um, hmm. sometimes a match is played best of three or five sets. Um, in championship matches, is played up to five sets. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's mm. quite a lengthy game and a lengthy process. And I think like, that's, that's the reason why I was saying you have to be extremely fit because you do have these little breaks where you, you go and sit mm. down and you, you have a drink or eat a banana or whatever it is. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's, um, it's a very lengthy game and you've got to be extremely fit for it. And you know, the, the thought of all that when I was younger was like, no, 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 no. Well, that's a strenuous game, man. That's that's a big game. It is big time game. It is, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Hey, so, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. Have Have you had the opportunity to have a Kona beer yet? No, because they don't sell it over here. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix that. We gotta get Kona beer, folks. If you don't know, our our, our friends in Hawaii at Kona beer, and um, I was introduced to this beer on a music tour over there several years ago. And then a guy um, who produced the shows for me got me booked over there, uh, introduced me to Kona Beer, which being from the state side, you know, from, from you know, I, I'd never heard of Kona Beer. I wasn't 
the beer I would normally drink or ask for. So I had Kona beer in Hawaii, uh, and I was like, holy crap, this is really, really good. Now, is it a handcrafted, you know, beer? Close. You know, I mean, it's like one of these really, you know, if you're used to drinking like a, I don't know, Yingling back on the East Coast or a Bud or a Michelob Ice or a Pacifico or, or a, you know, Sierra Nevada. Um, I don't know. You, you know, whatever beer you drink, you know, it's, it's mass-produced beer, not a handcrafted small brewery beer, but a, but a beer. And, you know, regular mm-hmm. bottled or canned beer. Um, scores above that, and just in terms of the, the flavor and the little, the little kick and little punch and the uniqueness um, and the, the aftertaste, it's like I'm talking about a fine wine. And you almost are with Kona beer. Um, and what I, what I recommend is um, that you, if you haven't tried Kona beer, that you go to your local brew house, and if they don't have it, you tell them to get it. Or you go to a place called, here in the States, um, uh, you know, I didn't know this was a chain. I thought it was unique to California, and I learned it was a chain. Uh, a place yeah. called Total Wine. They carry it. And you can get a variety pack in the refrigerated section. They have variety packs, eight, 12, bo- 12 bottles, three of, you know, they make a lot of beers, but these are three popular ones. They're, they make other ones outside of this, but uh, there's the Blue yeah. uh, Wave, there's the uh, Longboard Lager, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of, and they're all really, really good. And you need to try Kona beer. Um, I know Total Wine has it, and there are probably some other distributors that have it. Um, I think very few commercial bars and restaurants have it because it's not one like, you know, being before I went to Hawaii, I would have never, I never sold anybody's tap, you know, Kona beer. I've never seen it. Yeah. And in yeah. Hawaii, they have Kona beer breweries, you know, restaurant breweries, you know, the Kona beer and you go get, uh, you know, whole meal and the Kona beer and whatever, you know, it's all brewed there and they have the big vats of beer and all that. Um, but it is really a fabulous beer. And uh, if nothing else, you know, it's worth a try. You know, it's, it's a really, yeah, r- really, really good beer. And we talked about it and played some of the spots on the show. I just wanted to, mm. instead of just playing a spot, I wanted to just dedicate some time to um, just talk about it a little bit because, um, and not that I'm a beer connoisseur. You know, I, I know a good beer, when, you know, but I'm not this, there's some people who know all about this beer and this one, you know, like, like the wine yeah. connoisseurs, the people who are also beer connoisseurs, which I am not. I'm, I'm the average Joe Schmo football fan, I guess, you know, and you like a good beer here and there, and you go into a, yeah. a like a brewery or a good restaurant, you, you know, you see all these different, sometimes you go to these places and you see you've got a hundred different taps, you ask the bartender, holy crap, you know, can I have a taste of this, or what's that, or what's that, but I'll tell you something, Kona beer is like that, like when you, when you drink, when you have a taste of Kona beer, like you feel like you're one of these microbreweries, and they have the taps, and the bartender suggests this one, here, try this, and um, so anyway, try it, folks, Kona beer. Yeah. Yeah, Hawaii, I'm, you Hawaii, know, I'm looking Hawaii. forward to trying it, really am. I've yeah. heard so many great things about it. Like, like you, Andy, I'm not a, a huge drinker. I drink mm-hmm. a bit of lager and beer here and there, and I'm not really into, like, spirits and things like that and fancy drinks. I do like champagne, though. I've always been a huge fan of champagne. Um, so, yes, that, that that's always a, a sweet spot for me. Um, but... Uh, yes, I, I don't, I've never been a big drinker. You know, I had a lot of friends growing up who be going out clubbing all the time, going to pubs and stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they'd spend a lot of their wages on that. And I'd be like, you know, I'm just happy chilling, going out every now and again, um, and enjoying myself once in a while. I, I just wasn't a big drinker and wasn't into that scene a huge deal. I respected it right. and enjoyed it when I did go, but I wasn't on it all the time like all my friends, you know. I had, mm-hmm. like, in my eyes, I had a lot of other fun and interesting things to, to do and I was always mm-hmm. hanging out with friends anyway it just wasn't at places like clubs and, and bars a lot so 
Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you come over here, and we're gonna we're gonna get you to try it. And I, I want all of our our listeners and folks who tune into the podcast all across the country in North America, around the world. I don't know where, where Kona Beer is distributed. Actually, I I don't really I didn't know much about it before I had one. That was a you know a couple of years ago, and and since it's been my uh, Every time I go to Total Wine, I look at the refrigerated section. I think I'm going to try, you know, oh, oh there's this one. There's, you know, the blue, what's it called, Blue Moon or something. It's like this white wheat beer, and I like that a lot, too, with some other beers, and 805 beer. Yeah. There's some good beers, you know, real good beers I like. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, you know, you know, I've been stocking my refrigerator up with the variety pack. I mean, bam, I'm low. I go, you know, I fill up my whole uh, bottom rack on my refrigerator door filled with Kona beer. You know, I line them up, all the red tops, all the blue tops, all the green tops, you know, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I run low, I go get another one. And every time I go to Total Wine to get another beer, I, I figure, you know, I'm going to try something else. I, I want to try something else. And, you know, I look at yeah. the Kona beer variety tap pack, and I'm like, you know what? It's got it all. It's all there. You know, I could try something great. else. You know, yeah. it's all there. So yeah. that's what I do. And um, I mean, have I had other beers? Yeah, yeah, you try the beers occasionally. But Kona, How many Kona. do you get in a, in a variety pack? Twelve, twelve. Oh right, is that twelve different yeah. flavors, or like like so more than one of the same no, it's, flavors? No, it's it's three bot. It's it's um, what is it? Four beers, three bottles of each one. Okay, okay. Four, that four good. Them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't. I know this red. Well, yeah, there's um. <laughs> Yeah, I had an extra weight. Was just, I, I'm picturing three in my head, and that would only be nine. There's there's twelve bottles, yeah. but there's like nine, three. You know, no, it's uh, there's four. I'm just trying to think what the fourth one is. I just I just know the colors of the caps. I, I you know right. I, I wouldn't you know I just reach yeah. into the refrigerator and I I pull the red one out of the blue one. But I, you know oh what's yeah. this one? This is the lager. This is the ale. This is the you know whatever. But anyway, um, yeah. so I want all of our listeners. You heard it first. The Andy Demander Show, a cone of beer and if you don't like it, I'm going to whoop you. You say? All right. We'll oh, that. You excellent. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, folks, we told you we're going to talk about the NFL draft. We are right after this message. We are going to drain the swamp. But the swamp won, Donald. Mitch McConnell's Washington consultants are making big money using your name. We don't know if Mitch gets a cut, but what do you think, Donald? My friend, Donald Trump. You're getting played. He's picking candidates loyal to him. They brought you a little bowl to hold in your little hand, and you fell for it. What happened? They're laughing at you. (laughs) All the way to the bank. Maybe you shouldn't run again. Maybe the power Mitch McConnell has over the GOP is just too much for you. Maybe what McConnell and the rest of Washington is saying is true. That Trump is done. That was pretty cool, Andy. That was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. But anyway, I don't want to go down that road because we're talking. We are talking. We are talking. Yeah, we're talking. No, we're we're talking the NFL draft. We're talking sports and football and tennis and all things sports related. If you want to get and talk about whatever you want to talk about, whether it be sports related or not, we prefer to be sports related on this show. Uh, this week, I think our focus is going to be uh, sports and cars. Sports and cars this week. You know, kind of cool. Isn't yes. It? Yeah, yes, very sports cool. And, 
Yeah, this whole week, we're going to focus in all the shows this week on, on the NFL, on sports, on baseball, and automobiles. And on Friday, we've got movies as well, if I remember rightly. Yes, yes. On Friday, we have, um, we're making a movie on Friday. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you and Cornell are on top of this and not me because I would I'd get on here and go what we what are you talking about? Oh my radio. Uh, I think we're uh, uh, the subject of movies on Friday is horror movies, if I remember yeah, correctly. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's gonna that's be a lot right. of fun. Yeah. So today is sports. Uh, you know, whatever. Wednesday sports and, and, and cars, too, if we get to it. But, you know, sports and cars. And you never know. You know, things, we, we are our main, you know, we, we comment a lot on what's going on in the world and how various issues in the world affect our individual lives. That's kind of like the thrust of our show, even though we we'll go off on tangents, which is a lot of fun. I think it makes it more interesting and more fun for us, too, and hopefully for our listeners, which I think it does because our numbers are getting so significant. I told them the conversation, too. Don't want to go down that road either. But thank you, everybody around the world, because our numbers are really climbing here. And we want to really appreciate that and, and, and show our gratitude somehow um, to uh, all of those who, um, who are, you know, making those numbers reflect the way they, they are reflected, which is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know? <laughs> so I like cool. to... Um, yeah, and I want to, you know, I want to, I want to show our gratitude to all the people who make it possible. <laughs> hey, there's something awfully screwy going on around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder how well received that will be. <laughs> <laughs> Watch our numbers double now. Um, yeah. <laughs> the last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we made it. All the months of hype and speculation led to the 2021 NFL draft. Through the pandemic, through some rough seasons, through all the crap we know we've all been through this year, the draft happened. It got viewership. They had it. Um, the draft is officially in the books, and then the ripple effects from the past uh, you know, days start end of what Saturday, I think. Yeah, Saturday. Um, they could define the year they do every year. They could define the league for years to come. That's what the draft does. And as we all know too, uh, the draft is um, you know pending the player physicals and uh, you know how they work out in camp and how they do. And some of the draftees get cut. We know all know how that works. These are the top picks yeah. don't. And you know it's a it's a crapshoot as to who's going to make it. There's also um, free agents who weren't drafted. They're really good, and for whatever reason they weren't drafted, then they go ahead and they have agents and they petition teams to get into you know, walk-ons. You know, hey, we want to work out. This guy wasn't drafted, but watch this guy play. And, and there's been many success stories from um, uh, undrafted free agents, you know, uh, that we can talk about uh, later on. But anyway, um, so we can maybe have a short conversation. Again, I'd love your participation. 515-605-9888. Which teams could see the biggest immediate impact from this rookie class of draftees? Which teams best position themselves? For the future, not just for the season, but for the long run. And which teams could be kicking themselves when it's all said and done? Oh, man, we had a shot at this person. Fuck, we are next one in line. We didn't. We traded down. We traded up. We did something. We picked this guy instead. God damn, look at this. And then the season starts, and this player's like a star, you know? Um, yeah. But maybe we should. And not that I'm an expert. You know, I'm not an expert, but I, I love football. I'll say that. I do. I do like football, right? Um, 
Yeah. But um, there are a lot of people, a lot more knowledgeable, uh, obviously, than – I'm a guitar player, all right? Enough said. All right, so um, you know, anybody want to talk about guitars instead of football? <laughs> no? I don't think so. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> is there like a, a huge debate over there as to which is a better sport, like uh, the NFL, football, or – like basketball uh, or um, baseball, uh, soccer. Is there? Do you have those types of people that say, "Oh my God, no! This is the better sport. You can screw bloody basketball and all that kind of thing." Like over here, there's quite often mm-hmm. like they see two class of people. That a certain class of people follow football, soccer, and another class of people who follow rugby, which is mm. unbelievable, really. But it's true because. Soccer over here has a lot of um, – it's influenced by alcohol. So a lot of people, uh, fans who go to watch these games, quite often go out drinking. And then mm-hmm. um, we've been known to cause trouble in all sorts of countries because we go over there to watch – support our teams and uh, get into fights and all sorts um, because we've had alcohol. So we haven't got a very good reputation for that, unfortunately. So I think that's mm. why we're seeing as a different class of people for those who, you know, are into soccer as opposed to rugby, uh, mm-hmm. which that type of thing just doesn't really happen within rugby. So, yeah, just wondered if it was the same kind of thing over in the U.S. Not really, yeah. right? <laughs> no. Yeah? No, no, honestly. No. Anyway. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Just wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little different over there. You know what I mean? You know, the air is yes, a little different. Yeah. Actually, yeah. air is a little clearer over there. That's a whole other show as well. Oh, my God. That's mm. something else we'll dive into down the road. But, yeah, the air is definitely, I think, cleaner over there. Anyway, um, Jackson, let's go back to the draft here. Trevor Lawrence, where did he come from? Quarterback, Clemson. Remember Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. You know these guys are always kind of like the, the, the discuss the ESPN teams, the discussions. All the panelists that are talking Clemson, they're talking Alabama, they're talking Trevor Lawrence. Where do you go? He went to Jacksonville Jaguars. This is like a no-brainer, I think, just in my limited opinion here. Uh, it's a home-run pick for the Jaguars, who uh, I think they locked up. I think you know I can only assume. Uh, in one of the most exciting, talented quarterback prospects of the last decade. Lawrence has a complete skill set. I mean, the guy, if you've seen him play for, for Clemson, um, you know, a mixed accuracy, athleticism, you know, moxie, you know, like the whole skill set, you know, the attitude, what you bring on the field. You know, it's not just the, you know, the throwing arm. It's not just the what, what he can do, but the whole, the whole package, you know. It's like a yeah. natural playmaking moxie. He's got that playmaking thing happening, you know. And the Jaguars are now going to need to surround him with a quality supporting cast. You know, the quarterback, uh, this is debatable. This is debatable. Yeah. 515-605-9888. Quarterbacks of carry teams. Brett Favre. Right? <laughs> yeah. Brett Favre. Where's, where's, John, where's John Madden? Brett Favre. Brett, um, Brett Favre, um, you know, Montana. Hey, how about, you know, how about uh, um, uh, Tony Romo? How about Brady? You know, these, you know, what, what did teams do without these quarterbacks, you know? So, but you yeah. do need a supporting cast and implement a smart offensive system to fully maximize the talent of a quarterback, obviously. And that's what the Jaguars are going to have to do. Um, so we'll see. They've got, you know, the Jaguars are going to back this guy up with folks that are not just receivers, but folks who can catch the ball. DJ Clark, you know, Marvin Jones, 
you know, and then you put that on with an experienced offensive coordinator, uh, you know, Darrell Bevel, and you got him calling the plays, and, you know, you put this amazingly talented Clemson quarterback, uh, and you got, you know, you watch what, what they do. You, you watch what they do. Um, New York Jets picked up a quarterback. Where? Another talked about team. BYU, bring him on. Young, bring him on. 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 Hey, I'd love to hear them. I shouldn't talk like that. Um, Zach Wilson, he's out of BYU. Bring him on. And there's no. Bring him on. Spit it out, Andy. Bring him on. Oh. Uh, the New York Jets uh, got um, Zach Wilson and. Uh, you know, if I, read, I read someone about the, the draft and who was predicted to pick who, and I don't think that was much of a surprise. But Wilson um, brought forth a high-end passing accuracy and um, out-of-the-box structure and playmaking. The entire offense, I think, is going to be uh, terrifically uh, strengthened because he's got an incredible ability to, at least in college, again, we don't know how it's going to work out, you know, but he's got a natural, innate ability to attack downfield and make ridiculously difficult off-platform throws. Um, so you should see a more exciting New York Jets offense with him behind yeah. the, the, the ball. Um, yeah. Or at least, you know, worth watching on Sundays. The Jets should be an exciting team to watch. We'll see what this guy does. It kind of reminds me of a, you know, he kind of winds the ball up. The ball up. He's got this, compl- you know, you watch him Stand back and pass the ball and watch his follow through. He kind of reminds me of a major league baseball pitcher. He's got this incredible follow through all the way through. The arm carries all the way down across his body. Like he just threw a fastball. Wow. Yeah. It's good. And he he throws very accurately and he's dynamic and he's exciting, you know. So um, we'll see what happens, you know. Um, We'll see. Okay. Okay. Uh, Another quarterback. Yeah, I, I like quarter, I like quarterbacks. You know, I mean, quarterbacks. You know, we have we always have quarterbacks. Trey Lance. He came out of North Dakota State. Where'd he go? He went to the San Francisco 49ers, and that comes after weeks of speculation as to which quarterback the 49ers would take. We all knew they needed a quarterback. They had to do the quarterback deal and finally have the answer. Finally have the answer. We knew they had to make some changes, and they did. Um, Lance makes a ton of sense for that team, I think, because he's a big guy. You know, he's a strong arm signal caller. You know. Um, and coming out of North Dakota State in a run-oriented, play-action, heavy offense team that resembles, like, you know, Kyle Shanahan's scheme. You know, he's kind of fits right in there. Big guy, a lot of running plays, can throw the ball, a strong player. I think you're going to see uh, the 49ers benefit from his ability and skill level. Uh, he has all the tools. You know, he played plenty of football. Um, he's got a very good football IQ. Um, he's going to need some time to refine his skills. You know, a lot of times these quarterbacks that have the big bodies, the strength, the bully type, they're, they're strong. You know, they're, they're good play callers. They go out there and make things happen. Sometimes you see some of the, re, the more finer skills that are required by a quarterback. They need, just need it to be developed. And that's when these rookies come into camp and they, they start working with these guys. You know, when they start coming in and actually playing games, we don't know yet. You know, we'll see. But he's played, uh, he's played just one game since the 2019 season. And uh, he's only got 17 college starts and attempted a grand total. 318 passes in his one time, um, you know, well, you know. So he had some, he had some, he had some issues. He had some physical issues, and you know, he, he was a. Uh, well, anyway, enough about him. He, he, he's, <laughs> he's a big, big, strong quarterback, and uh, hasn't played a whole lot of games because of other issues. But uh, he's mm. phenomenal. I think he fits right into that 49ers offensive team. I think he's going to do well there, and of course, wish him all the luck in the world. And I think it's going to make the 49ers a more competitive team. Not this year, no. uh, I, you know. 
Because, again, I'm looking back at the skill set, you know, yeah. and uh, if, if, if the Jaguars got, let's say, an A-plus, we'll start with the Jaguars, you know, with the, with the picking of uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'd give, yeah. I'd give Trey Lance uh, uh, a B-minus, right in there. B minus. Just to, you okay. know what I was talking about okay. right there. All right. Um, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. They had a tough choice here, man. I'm looking oh, at really? notes about the Falcons. They had a tough choice because they had to invest in a long term future. Mm. You know, uh, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan is the quarterback of the, uh, the Falcons, and I wouldn't expect you to know that, Amanda. My sweetie, um, <laughs> but uh, Matt Ryan is out of the same high school as my daughter went to. Penn Charter back to Philadelphia. Wow! And his, his cool. brother, uh, oh, Matt Ryan, was amazing at Penn Charter. He graduated just before my, I think my daughter's first year, or or graduated the year before she got there. But of course, Matt Ryan, he went on to be an amazing player. Really did a lot of great things and does a lot of great things with the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. He's out of Penn Charter. His brother went ahead in that Penn Charter High School team back in Philadelphia, went ahead and also did an outstanding job with the team the following year. But unlike his brother, oh, Matt, okay. he won, I forget this guy's first name, but he was his, uh, yeah. he went on to go, he wanted to go to college and medical school, did not want to pursue football. He was a phenomenal quarterback. Anyway, um, so Matt Ryan, out of Penn Charter, I had to mention that because my daughter went to school there and what a, what a team they put together every single year, just about every year, not every year, eh, but mm. almost every year. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so 36 years old now. Yeah, I'm talking about when you were in high school. <laughs> um, uh, so they went with uh, Kyle Pitts out of uh, Florida, who was a tight end, to give um, you know to give another option to to Matt Ryan. They needed they need to make some 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 changes. They need to do some strengthening. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with the with the Atlanta Falcons this year. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. It's hard to say. I, I can't look at the Fal- Falcons and make any predictions. The draft for a tight end, Kyle Pitts, an amazing player out of Florida. They needed a tight end. They really, they desperately needed to fill that position, and they did it, so they get an A for doing it. Not an right. A plus. They get maybe a B plus. B plus. B plus. B plus. Okay. Okay. Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals, which when Jamar Chase, he's out of LSU, wide receiver. And they need all the help they can get. They need all the help they can get in wide receiver positions. Um, and I think the way you judge the Bengals' pick is probably dependent upon the way you think a team should construct an offense. But, you know, I mean, the way a tech, a tech, how would you construct an offense in mixing up the run game and the pass game in a textbook? You know, how would you, how would you mix, you know... How do you how do you how do you play football? How do you mix up? How do you how do you construct a really effective, good, tight offense? And I think uh, um, what they've done uh, and what they may you know they may have been better off building through the trenches and the strengthening up the lines and putting in offensive mm-hmm. tackles. Maybe bring in somebody like uh, Penny Swole instead of grabbing a quarterback. Um, uh, but they got you know this top wide receiver uh, in Jamar Chase, and I think. Uh, It'll be interesting. Again, it's so hard to predict anything. It's, it's really tough to make some predictions. Um, yeah. They need wide receiver. They got a wide receiver because they got what they really needed. And, and I'm talking about, I'm just, I'm just 
mentioning some picks each, you know, the 259 picks here, they get, you know, rounds and rounds and rounds. I'm just kind of naming some of the top picks, which they, which they picked and which these teams needed. So, uh, so I give them, I give the, uh, I give them a B plus. B plus. Oh, that's right. I think I think they made one for a quarterback. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. You know, um, the Dolphins. Well. The Dolphins got this incredible receiver from uh, Alabama. Going back to Alabama again. Oh my God, yeah, again. Ten picks out of Alabama. One of those picks, Jalen Waddle. His name is wide receiver out of Alabama. And this is a. Uh, it seems to me that over the years, I remember watching football and used to watch these wide receivers, and they they get the ball down the sidelines and tear. You is no catching these guys. Randy Moss, you know, uh, Terrell, yeah. you know, uh, um, you know, they were gone. They were gone. And I think the NFL wow. hasn't seen these blazing bursts of speed catching the ball and taking off like a bat out of hell, going down the end zone, uh, or at least making some good headway. You just haven't seen it in the in the in the past few years, or if 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 I miss something, let me know five one five six zero five nine eight eight. But I haven't seen it really. Um, and what I'm looking at here is the Miami Dolphins with bringing in somebody like a, a, a Jalen Waddle, who uh, brings this burst of energy, the speed, possessing the field fitting explosiveness and playmaking, a talent to score every time he touches the ball. Bad, he's off, he's gone, forget it, he's gone all the way. Yeah. You know, and you yeah. got to love. Um, um, you know, it's a good pick for the Dolphins. I think he's going to create some exciting um, ball. I think he's going to mesh real well with Devontae Parker, Will Fuller. Um, yeah. And the team's passing game, I think uh, uh, you got to give uh, quarterback Tag Viola. I keep forgetting, mispronouncing his name. I hear his name. Say it. <laughs> anyway, the Dolphins quarterback, a familiar face to throw the downfield because he knows him. He played with him in college. And, uh, but I think, uh, um, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, I give yeah. them an A for the pick. Uh, you know, they did make some, you know, they fa- when you factor in the price that Miami had to pay to move back uh, up from number 12 to number six to make this pick, you know, yeah, a future first rounder. I don't. I don't. The, I don't know. You, Matt, you, you're at twelve, and you go to six. That's, that gives you some strength. And and you, one's got a question. What? Hmm. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at the players. I'm looking at the possibilities. Who was available at six? Just getting some names. Um. All right. All right. The value is what it is. You know. Um, Waddle, he locks size. He's coming off a major ankle injury. It, it forced him to miss most of the 2020 season. Well, who didn't, you know, he had COVID too, you know. Um, and then he, you know, so that was 2021, 20. He didn't play a lot there. Uh, he, he ranks lower than that, uh, Devonta Smith. I don't know. Okay. We'll see what happens. Watch the Dolphins. I, mean- I give him. They, they I'm traded. By yeah, they traded. You know, and you're the dra- You know, they, you go out and you see who's available. And you, you know, we we drafted in, in little league football when I uh, excuse me, little league baseball when I was a coach. So we used to draft and start and seed all the teams. We'd start with a draft and then you go pick. But we'd start with just a coaches meeting behind the scenes at somebody's house, and we'd seed all the little league teams with with starting players to make it even across the board out of the gate before we went to go uh, player selections. And we had a draft. And it was kind of cool, you know, participating in draft with all the other little league coaches and so forth. You know. Um, 
it was kind of fun. But anyway. Um, wow. Yeah, so I, that was my, yeah. you know, I got to do a draft. Yeah. Of course, we're talking Little League Baseball. But still, wow. it was fun. It was fun. So drafts yeah. are kind of fun. But getting back to Dolphins, just real quick before we move on to the Detroit Lions. I'm a big Lions fan. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, they moved from 12 to 6. Could they have done better at 6? I don't know. But because there was other – I give them a B. You know, for, for kind of – again, I'm going up against the, who I think the Jaguars made an outstanding pick in, uh, yeah. in Trevor Lawrence. You know, if, you're, if that was an A or an A+, plus, that's what I'm basing most of my, my grades on. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Panay Sewell went to the uh, went to Detroit Lions. He's a, a tackle out of Oregon. The Ducks. Um, you know, toughness. Yeah. Toughness. As head coach Dan Campbell put it, you know, he did all right. He did all right. I think he's doing all right. I want to scan through these real quick. I think Detroit Lions love the team. Of course, I think every draft pick they make is great. I give them an A+. Plus. All right, I'm a Lions fan. All right? All right. Get got an A. <laughs> 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 fair um, enough. Fair, fair enough. Okay. You know, uh, J.C. <laughs> Carolina Panthers pick J.C. Horn, defensive back out of South Carolina. Good pick. I give him a B. Uh, Patrick Zertrain went uh, to... Where do you go? What's the Broncos? He's out of Alabama. Another Alabama pick. I give him a B. The Broncos play in division with Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this move is kind of in a vacuum. It makes way too much sense. So I give him a B plus. I'm going to move up to a B plus because it, it makes a lot of sense that they got this guy. They really needed a uh, a defensive back. They got one. They got a good one out of Alabama. Uh, it's impossible to ignore the fact that, um, well, let's just see how they do. Going into season with either Drew Locke or, or, or Teddy uh, Bridgewater, uh, under the center, we'll see who's going to play quarterback. Um, but it uh, doesn't seem like a good feel for uh, for for the uh, dethroning Kansas City. I don't think they're going to do it. I give them a B. They probably, you know, you got to look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and we can talk all day about the Chiefs. We're not going to do this. Stuff. I'd love to dedicate our show to the Chiefs. I love, yeah. love <laughs> the Chiefs. I love Andy Reid, of course. He's the Philadelphia Eagles, 14 years, eight years with the Chiefs. Man, what a job he has done, right? Um, Devontae Smith, Philadelphia Eagles, my team, E-A-G-L-E-S. Love this pick. Love the pick. Who got a true playmaking number one? <laughs> Who's the number one? The Eagles did it. The Heisman's winner certainly lacks size, but, man, what a skill set this guy has. As a pass catcher, combining sudden no, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a all-around player. He's very skilled. He's a great route runner, incredible catch radius. He can get, he can get the ball from all over the place. You put the ball yeah. in the zone, anywhere near this guy, he reaches up. He's going to get it, and he's going to make some headway once he has it. The ability to take the, the, the top uh, of any defensive player, this guy has the potential to do that. And I think he's going to uh, perfectly complement the skill set um, of the Philadelphia um, offense. And uh, you'll see what the Eagles do. E-A-G-L-E-S, you know? Great. Yeah. I give the Eagles an A-plus on that pick. Uh, I really yeah. do. Uh, Chicago Bears went with a quarterback from Ohio State, Justin Fields. I don't know a whole lot about the Bears. You know, I, it's just, I, I really, I don't know. Uh, I, I really can't. I know they need, a, I, they need a quarterback. And they got a quarterback. If they needed one, right. they got a real good one out of Ohio State. My God, Justin Fields. Can we talk? Uh, they got a good one. <laughs> so that's all I really know. I really don't yeah. feel like I'm confident. Again, email us, Andy Show, gmail.com. Who, who do you like? 
you know, who your winners, your losers. Give us a call. We're also doing this on Wednesday, 515-605-9888. Let us know who you like. Um, I, 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 I don't know enough about the Bears, but um, this guy's great out of Ohio State. Um, we'll see what they do. I, I, I almost have to pass on a great I, – I, I want to give him an A. All right, maybe B plus. I know the the only thing I know from the Bears is they really need to do something in this position. They got a great just based on who they got. I'm going to give them an A because the guy should be terrific. Um, but I don't know. You know, we'll see what, how he, how he solidifies within the systems. Um, Dallas Cowboys, cowgirls. You know what I mean? I'm from Philadelphia. You know, Mika <laughs> um, uh, Parsons. They got out of Penn State, my home team, Penn State, Pennsylvania guy right here. Um, what a team. Can we talk? Um, the Nittany Lions linebacker, Mika Parsons. Look, you know, the Dallas is kind of pretty sad to see J.C. Horn and Patrick Sutrain uh, come off the board in the top ten. But Parsons is a good fit, I think, for the Cowboys. He'll desperately need to upgrade their talent and, uh, and the deficient. Very, I'm being kind. <laughs> I'm being kind. Their deficient defense? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, with you know, they're offering you know prototypical size and elite speed. The, the uh, former Penn State star, Nittley Lions star, can wear a number of hats, and that's one thing he's definitely got going for him. Because um, uh, both against the run and coverage, uh, a great situational pass rusher, um, mm. and I think uh, you know the comp for Parsons, you know, may have been Jalen Smith. But uh, now they're team late. So, hey, you know, they got them. You know? yeah. I'd give them an A yeah. minus to a B plus. For, uh, they got to call one of the other. I'd say I'll go B plus on that one. B plus. For the, yeah. I'm, I should, I should, okay, D for the Cowboys. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> my, one of my two new home teams, Los Angeles Charters, went with Rashawn Slater. He's a tackle at a Northwestern. And okay. for my hometown team now, or oh, Eagles are my real hometown team, but for my, I'm trying to make the Chargers and Rams my hometown team because I live in L.A. now. Um, but I oh. think uh, this pick for the Chargers, he is a home run pick. Why? His, th- their main need, it, it, the former San Diego Chargers, now the L.A. Chargers, was a blindside protector for an ascending quarterback, Justin Herbert. You know, Slater is the dude. He's the dude. My number two offensive tackle and seventh-ranked prospect overall, he brings the athleticism, the skill, the power to start from day one. I think you're going to see this guy start. I think he's going to do great in camp. I think he's going to add a whole lot to the Chargers. I'm going to give the Chargers an A-plus on the pick. Terrific. Um, Wow. New York Jets pick Ahul Leho. I don't know anything about him. Let's pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay. All right. Now, he's a tackle. Well, his name is Aliyah Vera Tucker, folks. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Aliyah, great player. He's out of tackle. He's out of USC. Of course, I was talking before uh, a little while ago, and Amanda and, I were talk- Amanda and I were talking about the sports in general and football. I never followed college football. never was a college fan. I'm like, why? Why follow college football if you can follow the NFL? I have no interest in college football. They dominated the TV sets on Saturday. Yeah, turned it off, changed it, never cared, didn't care. All the playoffs, didn't give a damn. Then I moved to California. Well, at that time, we didn't have a team. The largest city, the largest city in the country, the second largest right up there. We didn't have a football team. So who did we have? We had UCLA and USC, and those guys played each other once a year, and it was like the Super Bowl at the, at the Rose Bowl or, or down at the Coliseum. 
and uh, wow. and my daughter went to USC, and I went to the games, and I've I've gone from hating and not 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 hating, but just having no regard for college football to being a fan mm-hmm. and watching what's going on, watching these guys who play for no money get get out there and compete, compete, you know, and they get other bonuses, of course. We that's all another discussion, but anyway, and watch some yeah. of these names who do eventually make it to the NFL. And it's so great to watch these guys. And I can see what the attraction has always been in college football because yeah. that's where these NFL players come from. You know, yeah. and if you start watching college football, you get to see you know, these names, these people just kind of emerge and develop their skill set and, be, you know, and wow. And then they're, next thing you know, the players that you saw in college, man, they're part of the draft. Then they're in the Chicago Bears, New York Jets, and the 49ers. You're like, holy crap, I remember that guy out of Alabama. Five years ago, holy crap! You knew he was a star back then. Look at him now, you know. So, so it's kind of magic cool. for you, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it truly is. It truly is. So, uh, we here in Los Angeles, uh, if a USC fan, I am a USC fan. Um, he went to uh, the New York Jets, and uh, real strong prospect out of USC. It's a great fit. It makes a ton of sense for the Jets. They've gone nowhere. What are they? You know what? What are the Jets doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> they got to give Zach Wilson a QB, another, a quality you know, protector, because they didn't have any. They have no, none. So, um, yeah. uh, Vera Tucker, who played left tackle uh, with USC uh, mm. for the Trojans, and I think he'll bring experience, capability, talent, weight. Uh, it makes a lot of se- uh, teams the future, the future left guard. And he's going to line up next to uh, um, who's the other guard there? Who? Um, Beckton? Mickey Beckton, I think. Yes, I think I got that one right. Um, and it'll go good. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson will have a good uh, some extra uh, protection, which will give him a stronger pocket. So desperately needed. And the few Jets mm-hmm. games, I didn't see a lot of Jets games, but I know enough to comment accordingly. Uh, the guy just had his pocket would collapse, and they need to strengthen that pocket. They did. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But I'm not a fan. Just you know. And again, I, I'm just just from my humble opinion. You know, there are people, mm-hmm. sports experts out there. Don't. I am not a sports expert. Believe me. Uh, I know yeah. what I see, and I and I call it like I see it. But I'm first. From the, from the standpoint of being a fan and reading and watching the games and listening to the commentators, you know, and that's all I know. I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not an analyst. I can't come in and say, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm a fan like most of our listeners are. You know, just I'm behind the microphone. So, hey, all right, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. um, but as a fan, uh, I can say that I'm not a fan of teams making big jumps up from uh, non-quarterbacks. Um, you know, the, the Jets had to surrender a pair of foundation-building third-round picks uh, numbers, uh, what was it, in the 60s. And uh, 60s, and what was the other ones? High up, 80s, 90s, 80s, I think, 66, 86, something like that, uh, to move up. Right. So okay. having said that, you know, I don't think the Jets are going <laughs> anywhere. I don't, th- I don't care what they've done. I, I, they're not, they're not, they're not, I, hey, watch me be wrong. Watch me be, I hope I am wrong. Hope I am. No. I wish them all the luck no. in the world. You know? Yeah. But I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the draft pick, uh, they had to move way up from there, and that's who they got. They could have, uh, they could have built some uh, quarterback. I think looking down, you know, they could have done quarterback. I'll give him a C. I'll give him a C. But I no, I want to give him a B. You know why? Because they picked Elias Tucker out of USC. I just just because of that you got somebody from USC, I'm going to give him a better grade. I'm going to give him a B. Not that it means anything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fair enough, fair enough. Without Brady have gone and will go nowhere. And, you know, it just goes to show you, we were talking earlier about how important the, that quarterback, you know, how, how a team can, can live or die 
Yeah. Obviously, based on the skill set of the quarterback, you can have all the wide receivers, all the def- you know, all, you know, mm, uh, mm, uh, defense is really defense. You can win or lose a game on the defense, and that that's been debated a lot. You know, if you have an okay quarterback, and I'm amazed if you don't if you don't let the ball go into the end zone because your defense is that good, yeah, you're going to win a lot of games. If you get a few field goals, you're going to win some games. You know, right. so if you have a strong yeah. defense, you know, games can be won or lost on the defensive side of the of the ball. There's no question about that. But if you want yeah. to put some points on the ball and the board, you need a quarterback that can make that happen. You really do. And obviously. Yeah. And uh, um, so Mac Jones, where's he out of? Alabama. Right? New England Patriots. Let's see what happens. They're going to develop this guy into another Brady. I doubt it. Awfully talented, though. Um, there are a few reasons why I could talk myself into the pick. Mm. He's out of Alabama. That's, that's all I need to say. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but... Uh, uh, he's he's a good you know if you saw you saw you know Alabama's on TV every every week no Alabama uh, you know saw a lot of Bama games you know uh, good friends of mine from LA moved to Alabama uh, and uh, I don't know why why would you move from LA to Alabama they owned a house down there what? but anyway yeah and 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 even we go out with them here and they'd be watching Bama games we go we go to the bar and restaurants and you know the guy tells the bartender you put the Bama game on and I'm like why would you watch Alabama versus USC or UCLA like, oh Bama Bama yeah. anyway they moved there yeah. they moved good friends of ours yeah. they moved down there but anyway um, mm. so being in touch with them and watching Bama on TV because there's no nothing else on but Alabama um, yeah yeah I'm, I'm exaggerating of course but anyway. Uh, they got a lot of attention, and they and it was deserved. Uh, uh, give the pick. Let's talk about the pick. Mac Jones, quick processor, brings a, a real good sense of accuracy, and uh, he, he, you know what? He's he, he he to me he brings the same skill set as Tom, similar, not the same, similar potential skill set mm. as Tom Brady in the way he moves in the pocket. Um, He's also got a similar body type as Tom Brady, but uh, the only thing he lacks that Tom Brady does not, obviously, is overall arm strength. And I think, I think um, the athletic tools that he possesses could cap because of, of the lack of arm strength. Yeah. His 17 yeah. starts, you know, he's going to need a real strong support system. And I don't think I don't think the Patriots are going to offer that to him to really provide the uh, the impetus to excel to the next level. Uh, again, I could I could be wrong about everything I'm saying now. You know, believe me, you know, this is one guy's opinion, right? Um, I don't think I am. I think I'm kind of okay. I watch football. I know football. I'm not an expert, but uh, eh, you know. But um, uh, we'll see what Bill uh, Belichick and Josh McDaniels uh, do. Um, I, I think they needed to strengthen some other aspects of the team, which we could dive into. Again, that's where the whole show unto itself is talking about New England Patriots, where they've gone, where they're going. Um, I don't think the guy's got the arm strength to add anything to the Patriots because of that. Uh, B minus C plus. If I had to call one or the other, it would be a C plus going to their pick of Mac Jones. Next one, Zayvon <laughs> Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. Where'd he go? He went to Arizona Collins, uh, the Cardinals. I used to hate the Cardinals because they were in the same division conference for a long time as the Philadelphia Eagles. They were never really all that good. They used to beat the Eagles a lot. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah. Why did the Cardinals beat the Eagles back then? I don't know. But you know, they were they beat the bottom of the division, whatever. They beat the Eagles somehow. And I used to yeah. fear them. Uh, I feared them every time the Eagles went to Tempe. Oh my God. Wow. The Eagles did well overall, but you know they, they lost a lot of games to the Cardinals, and I used to I used to hate them. Then they reshuffled the league around, and the Arizona Cardinals are now not in the same conference as the uh, division. You know, as the uh, Eagles and 
and now I love them. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay. it's, uh, but Zavin Collins, uh, a linebacker out of Tulsa, uh, from what I've seen and studied about the Cardinals, and again, the Cardinals are a team I'm not that knowledgeable about, uh, so, um, so I can only tread on this one a little bit, but it's an intriguing pick for the Cardinals. It's been a lot of their first round picks. Uh, I don't know. Okay. You know, for this, I remember the pick last year. You know, and who, mm. which I don't think benefited them. They they spent a lot of first round picks on the uh, positionless second round defenders. You know, and mm. they did so again this year. I think Collins joins. Um, what's his name? I, I say Collins. Uh, it's not Collins. What's his name? Uh, Collins or Sim- Simmons? I'm sorry. I just don't remember. Simmons or Collins. But uh, mm, who is it? <laughs> Simmons in Arizona's defense. Uh, yeah. But uh, it brings size. You bring skill set. Uh, again, I don't really know enough about him to really. Uh, he's a 270 pounder out of Tulsa. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Wow. We'll see. <laughs> they better. All I can say is the Cardinals better have a good plan into fitting him into their scheme, into their system. Um, mm. I think they wasted a pick. I give him a B. Yeah. I, again, I'm, I, I know very little. Uh, you know, there might be some that can come on and, and tell me, no, Andy, they did better, needed this, and here's why. And if you are of that opinion, yeah. join the show. Let me know because believe me, I'm, I'm winging it here. Believe me. Um, just from my knowledge of football and the teams and, and the little I watch. Well, I watch Alabama. Speaking of Alabama, yeah. Alex Leatherwood, yes. tackle out of Alabama. He went to, I keep calling the Oakland Raiders. They went to Las Vegas, you know, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll get used to that one. Um, but they needed it. They needed a tackle. They got a tackle. They got uh, Alex Leatherwood again out of Alabama. I think the, uh, um, you know, he, they, the Raiders offloaded a whole bunch of starting linemen for all the right reasons in the offseason. They, they ditched a lot of players. And Leatherwood brings, I think, versatility. Um, he's got the blocking chops. He's got the uh, – um, he can either play tackle or guard. Uh, I think the, the Raiders needed to go for working more um, – I don't know. I don't right. Know. Yeah. He uh, – I, I, overall, if I had to look at the Raiders, what they really, uh, what they needed, and let's look at the whole team here, what they have, who they ditched. I think John mm-hmm. Gruden, uh, uh, I'm, just, I'm just getting, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at who's available, who's out there. Um, we'll see. Uh, all right. Okay, so the player, he's, Alex Leatherwood's a good player. He's got a good skill set. Uh, you went number six, number three, number five, number one. All right, we'll see. I'm I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one. I'm gonna leave that one blank. I'm gonna leave that one blank. We're okay. gonna run out of time here. I'm going down, and I could call all the the draft picks for all the teams. Um, you know, uh, uh I didn't talk about the Tampa Bay and their pick of uh, Joe Tyron. He's an edge rusher out of Washington. Good pick. I didn't talk about the Baltimore Ravens pick of Jason Owa. I think that's pronounced his name. He's another Penn Stater. Um, high risk. High risk pick. We can talk about that. We're going to talk about more about the draft, more about the NFL, more about this season's predictions, who's going to win, who's going to go to the Super Bowl. I have no idea. Um, uh, maybe the Dodgers. I'm sorry, the baseball team. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it shows my, where I'm at. Anyway, um, 
I think we uh, – I'm sorry for going overboard here. I just get so excited talking football, man. Can you tell? I'm excited talking football. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I can tell. It's okay, darling. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I, yeah. You, yeah. We're, next thing you know, we're going to have the Andy Demanda Sports Show on Block Talk Radio. It's sports <laughs> in the game. Yeah. We're talking sports, <laughs> and we're talking love with Amanda Love. Sex and sports. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, a few people out there who'd like to combine the two, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. I, I have a question Uh-oh. for you. And, and I yeah. want to you know, resume the, the conversation discussion about draft picks uh, Wednesday, because we really do. Uh, they're going to kick us out of here if they didn't already. I think they kicked us out of here. But those, those we're still on. I, I don't know. if you, you can't call in now, I think. That's the deal. But we're, I don't think yeah. you can call in. Maybe you can. I don't know. Anyway, uh, 515-605-9888. We're going to wrap up here pretty soon. But um, for those listening on the podcast, you're still with us. Thank you. Thank you. Ta-da. Thank you. Yes. You know? <laughs> thank you for you know? bearing with us. <laughs> and thank you for listening to my, you know, I got an idea. Everybody say orgasm loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking sports. You know, kind of yeah. gets you going. You know what I mean? You know, talking sports. So, uh, all, you know, yeah. What hmm? was your question? I had a question? Yeah, you had a question oh. for me. You said oh. I'm going to ask you a question. So I was like, oh. Oh, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me see. Was it the epic ass question? No, let me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know the uh, answer to your... that one because I don't believe I've got one. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I did have a question. Um, but first, I think. Uh, you got to pick a pocket. Oh. Mm. oh. Yeah. Oh, um, I've never no, I do have a question either. for you. Here, here, yeah. here, oh, you know, I got to tell you, remind me sometime to tell you about that. Somebody tried to do that uh, to me and a girlfriend one time. It was a big concert in Philadelphia, and, and this group of guys behind us reached up. Anyway, I'll talk about it another time, but we got out of it. But they, it was attempted. Wow. Her purse wow. was attempted to be smashed, and my wallet was attempted to be stolen in my back pocket, but we got out of it. But I'll talk about that another time. But anyway. Um, wow. So the question I had for you is this. Yes. In the UK, European Union, mm-hmm. football. Soccer is is the sport yeah. that 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 is the sport that's like football here in the U.S. I mean in, in American football, right? So yes. is there a, is there, how the, how do you if one wants to become a professional soccer or football player in the U.K. Where do these players come from? Is there are they college they draft out of college just like they do football here? How how how's that work over there with with getting soccer players? Where do these guys come from? I think you can. Um join these uh, little clubs and, and things like that, that are local clubs that um, do have the potential to, to help put you in front of the right people. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's not like school. You know, if you play it in school, you don't have somebody come in, check you out, and uh, like a scout or whatever, and think, oh, yeah, that player's good. We'll, you know, have talks with them about taking them on uh, for a scholarship or something like that. It's, it's not the same way over here. But, um, you know, my father... Funny enough, um, he was really good at football, and he he was he, he had the opportunity to go pro, but he had an injury, so he couldn't couldn't continue with that. Um, but yeah, it, it's mainly just joining these um, clubs, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I think that that's how it's all done, and how how you know they give you advice on how to um, go yeah. forwards with your training and how to you know get into in front of the right people, and I'm sure they have ways of organising. Uh, ways for you to be seen in the sense 
Um, I've never really um, delved deep into that. I, mean, I can't remember what my father said to me because it was many years ago that he told me about mm. what, happened, mm-hmm. what happened with him. But, um, yeah, it, it's a completely different world over here than it is in the U.S., that's for sure. Definitely. So, um, so they're not... So you go through the club. I think I've heard that before. Maybe we talked about it before. I forget, yeah. but I remember hearing yeah. it. I think maybe we did a while back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard it. I heard it from you. Um, <laughs> the, the, but there's no, there's not like this college, uh, you know, soccer. All the universities there have soccer teams. Like the University of Co- has football teams here, and they dra- there's no, they come out of the clubs and the communities and and so forth. And there's, I'm unless you sure. want, there's bound to be um, some sort oh, of sure. sports things that I'm you sure can do within uh, yeah. uh, college and things like that, but oh, I'm yeah. not too be. familiar with that aspect. It's, it's not it's not made very um, big news here in that sense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to be an athlete, it's very um, streamlined as, as opposed to in the US, you hear about it, and everybody knows about it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's a completely different world here, Andy, but I can touch more on that um, on Wednesday, I can I can look into that even further and uh, give everybody yeah, that curious. information. I'd be curious. Yeah. No, and I also want to talk about uh, Wednesday. I'm just making myself some notes here. I want to talk baseball, too. You know, baseball's up and running. Got some great teams. My home team here, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Of course, you never know it with COVID last year, but they did win the, they did win the <laughs> World Series. Whoever knew there was a World Series. Um, a lot of stuff happening think... in baseball. I, hmm? Sorry, darling. Sorry, go, okay. on. go on. Oh, I, I think Cornell are our coordinator posted a video of um, a few sports shirts that I've got, and one of them is the Dodgers shirt Whoa. On, our in, on our Instagram. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Whoa. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk baseball. We're going to talk football. Maybe we'll get over. We'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll gravitate. Uh, to cars. If if we don't hit that Wednesday, we'll try to hit automotive Wednesday. I know Friday we're doing horror films. Maybe we're going to get. We're talking sports. We're talking cars. We're talking horror films. Uh, this week we'll see how far we can get into these things and uh, and move on. Again, we want to encourage your calls. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, you obviously can't call in live now, but we'd like you to join the show. You know, talk about whatever you whatever you want to talk about. You know, you can you can take us off subject. That's fine. Um, it's 515-605-9888. If you have a keen interest in joining us internationally, you're cer- certainly welcome to do that. And the way you do it is you go to show at gmail.com. Uh, let us know you want to join the show. We'll send you a link. Make sure you have a headset and a microphone. You'll talk to us over the Internet. You can join the show that way. And um, if uh, our, our show times, um, let's do Eastern uh, Daylight Time because everybody kind of knows if you know what time it is in New York, you kind of know what time it is where you live. Um, on uh, Wednesday, we go on at 3 p.m. for an hour and a half. And on Friday, uh, we go on at 3 p.m. for an hour and a half or two hours, whatever it is on Friday. But anyway, um, so uh, during that time, 3 p.m. New York time, 515-605-9888, 90 minutes, call the show, join the conversation, you know, give us your opinion, your thoughts, your ideas, your ideologies. How's your day going? You know, whatever you talk about, you know, the dinner you had with your mother-in-law last night. I don't care, whatever it might be. Uh, share it with us, and, uh, and we, yeah, we'd, we'd welcome you to. We really would, and uh, this is the Andy Demandy Show. Um, we're going to wrap it up here pretty soon, but I just want everybody to know that uh, uh, Mandy and I, the co-host on the show, have never met, and we were put together by Cornell Butler. None of us have met. We never, I never met Cornell. You know, it's amazing how this show came to be. Um, this show as coast to coast, 
has been uh, we're over a year old now doing the show. We were on five days a week for quite a while, and that was just too much work with, with pre and post production and the show. So we cut it yeah. to three days. It seems to be working. Uh, we might we might boost up again. Uh, and we're looking. If you enjoy the show, you like what we're doing, just people out there committed to making a difference and having some fun and entertaining and talking about things that matter. Um, and you want to support the show, uh, we welcome you to do so. Uh, contact us for sponsorship of the show. Uh, we can talk about your business, have you on as a guest, um, talk about your uniquenesses, uniquenesses within the industries that you serve, and uh, would you know even a little bit here and there really does help because we're doing this all out of pocket. We're really we're not professional radio people here doing this. We're just uh, people who um, have come together uh, somehow via the universe and are, have a commitment to <laughs> to make a difference in the lives of others. And we're we're hoping to do that through. Um, through the show. You don't have to agree with everything we say. As a matter of fact, it's probably more entertaining if you don't. You come on the show and debate with us. Um, um, but Or agree with us. We even like that better. No. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but we are looking for sponsorship and support. Um, you know, we, we've had some great reviews and some great comments about what we're doing. Again, we are not professionals. We're long shot from being professionals. It's not like we went to school and majored in journalism or broadcast or you know, were musicians and had businesses and different things. And, and, and Amanda's no. an amazingly talented graphic designer and a musician herself, who, a composer. I'm a guitar player. That's what I do for a living. And um, I'm a sailor. I sail too. Can't we, I, I don't know you which do? one went out. If, if, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I made, I made, I've actually turned my sailing passion into a, into a livelihood and I've turned my my guitar, which is a, a passion, into a livelihood, and I'm and this show, uh, which has become a passion, and uh, I'm uh, lucky enough, uh, and believe me, I know how lucky I am to be able to wake up every day and get paid to be Andy. And there's nothing better in the world to get paid for who you are, not what you do. And and uh, and we we welcome your support in in the show um, and moving this along. And we're gonna we're gonna you know we have a lot of plans for the show. We're gonna take it. What we're gonna do. And uh, we welcome your sponsorship uh, for sure. Um, email us at Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. We can talk, um, you know, not just about running commercials and plugging your business or service or product, but also um, about how you can get involved in the show. And we really do welcome. And we need your support. This is listener-supported, um, you know, Andy and Amanda Show. We are listener-supported, and we, we appreciate everybody who uh, comes on board and listens to us and comments and calls and uh, Absolutely. And, uh, and join join the party. We have a party. Man, three days a week I get to party with this amazing talent over in the UK who I've never met. And uh, <laughs> it's just been what a trip. What an adventure. And Thank we you. want to keep it going. I agree. Yeah. And it's gonna be hard to keep going without without their support. You know, how are we gonna keep doing this if nobody you know, how are we gonna you know, you know what I mean? So it is what's yeah. supported. So so you gotta help us out, folks. We re- you really we really do I don't wanna beg. Okay, I'll beg. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> email us, Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts yeah. on the show. Say, hey, I support you guys, but you're eh, 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 you know, whatever, you know. But uh, let us know your opinion. Again, we're not professionals, and we, we hope that you uh, come to, uh, to take a listen to what we do and the, and the diversity of things that we talk about here, which wasn't so diverse during the election and COVID, because we, you know, <laughs> what else we going to talk about? But anyway, yeah. but now we're free to do a whole bunch of things, and we're doing it and having a blast doing it, having a good time. I also, speaking of plugging sponsors and businesses and things, I want to plug. If you have a boat, if you're going to buy a boat, you need to equip that boat. You need to upgrade your electronics, look at things. Once you've bought your boat, you need to put things on it. And I want to give a big shout-out and a plug to the Internet store called ebfl.store. What's that stand for? Everything Boats for Less. Yeah, Everything Boats for Less. Dot com. Hit it. Radars, chart plotters, communication systems, navigation systems, AIS, transducers, wires, plugs, cables, entertainment systems, you name it, thousands of products. 
Very good prices, very good company. Everything boats for less. Hit it on the internet if you have a boat or looking to buy a boat. How was that? Was that a, did you good? That was really good, Annie. Well done. Delivered very well, sweet fella. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm free. Woo, doggy. <laughs> right. Woo, doggy. <laughs> Woo, doggy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do. I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. It's a pleasure. Excellent. Thank you very much for the invitation. You're quite welcome. And, you know, I have been expecting you. Mm-hmm. Aww, and, wonderful. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, you know... I'm I must apologize for not being here to greet you personally. But we can't well, greet you over the show. The end yeah. of the show. You know? We can. Yeah. I'm done. I'm out of breath. Woo, doggy. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, so why don't you take us home, and we'll look forward to seeing everybody on Wednesday's show again at 3 p.m., uh, in New York, and it's 8 p.m. over in the U.K., and that's a noontime lunchtime show on the Pacific Coast. Have a good day, a pleasant Tuesday. We'll see everybody Wednesday. Amanda, sign us out of here. We're, we're done. Okay, so on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, Amanda Love in the U.K., thank you so much for joining us for another show, um, entertaining as it may have been for you or not. Maybe the case. Uh, however, Ain't we uh, thank you for bearing with us. Ain't <laughs> Ain't Ain't yeah. yeah, folks, we'll see you. We're out of here. We're out of here. I have to go out, and I will not be back until after sundown tomorrow. That be the case. We'll see you, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, everyone. Take care.